everything fucking sucks, but not champagne. The Hit Team Productions. MCF Beats. What's happening, peoples? <laughs> How y'all doing? Doing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's that. That's that Cardi B doing. You know that doing. How y'all doing, motherfuckers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? So Alton told me today. Well, actually, that's a lie. Alton told a stranger in a place that we were going to spend money at that I was very blunt. Oh. Yeah, and she smiled, and she was like, uh, she knows what she wants. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, she does. You think that I'm blunt? You know what? I think you're honest, and it comes out blunt. Okay. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, it's funny, because I would never have used that word. No, it, it's... But, but I, I could see a little bit. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> we, hey, 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 y'all, we just had some chicken wings and some beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo, shit. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Um, but yeah, you are, um, when I was referring to Blunt, really it was... It wasn't smoking. N- no. <laughs> it, it, because it, I never have. Uh, oh my oh God, man. Alton. Can you imagine a podcast where I decide to smoke one day? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not going to, I'm yeah, just saying that, that, would that would be a be, lot. That would be some shit right there. Or we could tell the story about how the, I inadvertently poisoned myself eating edibles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> And, and then sexually harassed all my friends. <laughs> Y'all don't know this story. No, I, I, I we have a lot of podcast stuff coming up. Hey, I, I was just getting ready to drop some stuff on that. And I'm like, I better just shut my mouth. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say anything because, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways. We have a lot of podcasts coming up. Yes. We have so we have had two kind of back to back on the more heavy side. We it talk, has been and and heavy, not like heavy, um, like bad, bring serious. you down, but more serious yeah. stuff. And um, I have to say thank you really quickly to a few people. I will not mention names, but I have to say thank you to a few people who have reached out to me privately, and and shared some stories that have really. A, shocked me, and B, given me comfort because- It's, it's real. It's real. Yeah. When you, I'll speak specifically to the mental illness one on this one um, because there's been a lot of feedback about friendships too, um, and there's been a ton of feedback about the um, life on the spectrum mm-hmm. for people who don't identify straight, gay, bisexual. Right. You know, when you, when you have- more of the letters to identify. We've gotten a ton of feedback uh, privately. We really, really have. Um, and the thing about when people share privately is that they don't necessarily want you to share, but it's just saying, I feel heard. I feel seen. I feel less alone. Those things matter. Those things matter to Alton and I. And, and we don't we don't share those out of respect and courtesy. But to those of you who have been brave enough to reach out, thank you. But now I'm speaking very specifically to the mental illness um, episode. Some of y'all might have noticed when I was um, talking about my own experience right before my nervous breakdown. 
I broke a little bit and Alton kind of came in with his cape and really saved me from, um, from having a really, um, human moment that I wasn't really prepared to have a public moment on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but a lot of you caught it and a lot of you who caught it reached out to me and said, that's happened to me. Mm-hmm. I've been there as well. I've had that same thought. That's exactly how I always thought I'd do it. And never once when I received these comments, did I ever think to myself, fuck, there's so many of us who are, no, what I thought was I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. And what I've been told is I don't feel so alone over and over and over again. So to those of you who have shared, I just want to say thank you. Not only thank you for sharing, but thank you for choosing to stay with us. Yes. Thank you for choosing to ignore the louder voice in your mind in that moment when things felt their worst and their most bleak. Thank you for staying with us. I don't really know how to... um I don't find myself at a loss for words too often. And I, and I feel that way about that particular episode. So just thank you. If you, if you reached out to me and you shared something really, really personal, I feel you. And I appreciate that you could tell me some of the stuff that you have, you yourself have been through. I thought it was a great episode. Me too. I, I, I thought that, me too. um, it was real. Yep. Well, honestly, every episode is real here. Um, Always. it's not any bullshit. It's not fabricated crap that you may get from other people. Um, what we, what we discuss here is real. We're it, not it, performing. No, this is this. No, Alton and I will rip off the scabs of our own experiences every fucking week to keep this shit as real and and accessible and human as possible. Yes, every week. Yes, and um, that that was something that Lori and I kind of technically agreed to when we started this podcast. That, you know, we're, we're going to share personal moments, you know, some that we probably don't want to share, some that we may feel embarrassed to share. Yes. But the fact is, we share them so that others can understand the experience. Right. In hopes that they will find comfort in that. Because and, it's, and it's not fami- feel as alone. It's familiar yes, to them. Yes. You know. To know that you're not the only one battling that is a huge moment. It was for me. I'll be honest with you. Part of the reason that um, I was so quick to let Alton jump in there and save me is because I didn't feel comfortable sharing that. I actually listened to the podcast and couldn't believe I openly admitted it. Um, so to hear other people say, yeah, me too. That was a lot. Yeah. And it was um, it provided a tremendous amount of comfort in knowing that it wasn't just me. And, you know, again, we just we don't we just say thank you. All good. All good. And while we are not going to stay forever and always in a serious space, we do have some really good. um, That's bubbles in the background. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Sound like a car ran into the house or something. Bubbles has like a a metal little toy box and it's really cute because it's got like a little pink doily in it with ribbons. And she just tears that shit out and throws it to the side. She knocks that shit sideways. She rips the doily out and literally spills out every toy and now she's slamming the metal of her toy box. So that's bubbles. Yeah, bubs. So. Maybe this time she won't fucking blow us out the water. Man, <laughs> their farts. that last episode, she blew Ooh. us out over and over and over. Man, that was bad. It was so terrible. That was bad. 
um, so so anyway, so we have a few serious more more serious episodes coming up. We're gonna end the season. Season one is ending at episode twenty five. Yes. So be on the lookout in episodes twenty three and twenty four for how to enter to join us to become a guest. Yes. On that twenty fifth episode. That's gonna be dope. Come talk some shit with us. You can actually help us choose the topic. We're talking about sex. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily no, not just necessarily. Kid, just but, but real talk that 25th episode is going to invite a local guest to come and have some drinks with us maybe some chicken wangs yeah and drink some drink some drinks with us and join us and, and join the conversation so be on the lookout for the details on how to do that um but we also have a couple of great episodes coming up and then we're going to take a little hiatus um a small break and we are going to go out there and do a little living before the summer's completely over and a little resting because um both Alex and I have been working like crazy people. Yes. And we we got to take a little second to chill and regroup. But in that time, we will be discussing potential episode topics. Yes. Um, we will be doing a little bit of recording um, because one of the things that we don't have is we don't have any episodes banked. Actually, so, actually, we do. Well, we have one. We ha- but no, I don't think that one's going to see the light We have a couple, but we have a couple. But you know, I I don't know if there were they should be posted. So. Those were really drunk episodes, both uh, of them. Yeah, they were good though. <laughs> they were good. We don't really have a, a ton of stuff banked. We really do genuinely organically discuss what we're going to talk about that week based on what we've experienced, what we feel. And so um, we want to we want to pre-record a few things just so that if, God forbid, there's ever a week that we're busy or we're out of town, we don't have to give you guys a week of a pause. We really, really want to keep the next season, season two, um, continuous. We like posting episodes weekly and we just hope to keep growing. So just so y'all know, more stuff is coming up, but you know, season one does have to slow down and come to an end and season two is going to be coming back with a bigger, better bang. And I'm going to say- It's always good to have a bigger, better bang. Yeah. And I'm going to (laughs) say that season two, um, you know, season one, we didn't even know if we wanted to do this podcast. It was a total experiment. We discussed it and we basically said- Okay, let's try it. No, the fuck we didn't. And Alton said, we're just going to fucking do it. And then I show up here one day and there's two big ass mics and it's like, let go. Yeah, I said, let go. <laughs> de, 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 hey. Yeah, I said, Sorry. let's go. So anyways. It's um, been a mood. Um, yeah, so I said, let's do it. But we, we discussed it and we said, uh, you know, let's uh, let's talk about it, blah, 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 blah. And I said, yeah, you know what, screw it, let's just go. And so we did. And so doing it, we realized we really enjoyed it. We, we, we do. Really, we really enjoy we sitting fun. here. We sit here and, and talk and drink and have a good time and get uh, a Act few of our fool. friends. Yeah, get a few of our Embarrass friends over here. Embarrass the shit out of myself Ooh. on a regular basis. Hey. <laughs> You know, but, but it, it's been really good. So yeah. um, anyways, uh, this will be uh, the 21st episode. Yep. And uh, 25th, like Lori said, we're going to take a little hiatus and um, do a little uh, perfecting on our audio. Um, I got some things kind of in the background working, trying to, you know, step our game up and, um, you know, bring bring you guys some good podcasts and hopefully you continue to follow us and support us. So And share. Yes, please share. The number one thing you can do if you love what we do is share. Please do. We just hit 
2,500 streams. Yeah, that, that for works. For something we just started a couple, a few months ago. That's <laughs> <For> nuts. Fun. <laughs> for fun. Yeah. There are so many podcasts that die around the seventh, seventh or eighth episode. episode. So yeah. for us to get all the way to a complete season is a big deal. And that is truly in no small part to you guys listening and sharing and telling people about us. And we know that we're not everyone's fucking cup of tea. No. Nope. But we much rather be y'all shot at tequila. Hey! <laughs> That's right. Speaking of tequila. Anytime I have to come into full interaction with my DNA strains, I feel like I need tequila to cope. Okay. And so that is where we're at this week. Tequila? Family. Oh. Hey. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're going to discuss some family we're gonna here. We're going to talk about family. We're going to yeah. talk about family dynamics, family trauma, family toxicity. The th- and, and And let me be clear. We're not going to shit talk family. That's no. Not, that's not what it no, is because no, 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 the no. keep it real is, yo- my little brothers are two of the dopest humans on the planet. Like I, I look at them and you know, they live far, far away from me. And so we are not as close as we used to be just because distance ultimately yeah. plays a, a, um, a factor in how much you can be involved if you will. But I, you know, I had a hand in raising my brothers and I look at my, I had two hands in raising my brothers. I look at them as young men. Now one is married with a kid and one is getting ready to get married. And I'm just, I'm so filled with like joy and pride and emotion about how beautiful these two humans have turned out to be, right? But there's actually four of us. <laughs> I have a sister and I used to be closer to her than anyone. Mm-hmm. And we have not talked in five years. Mm-hmm. And, and I've talked about that on another episode, but I guess my point in the family thing is, is that there's this really old school idea that DNA makes everything okay, right? Like you're that's your family, so you just fucking put up with them, forgive you them. You have to accept it. You have to accept it. And to that I say, no the fuck. Right. I do not. Right. And so I have a different take on family than some of the people I know in my life, which is like, well, that's my mom, well, that's my sister. Nah, nah. If people are toxic, if people don't um, I've said this before too, if they don't contribute to a positive space in your life, DNA should not be an automatic forgiveness space for them to continue to harm you. No, I, I agree. 100%. And frankly speaking, we're also going to talk about losing family members, you know, yes. loss. This, There's a lot, there's a lot to unpack here. Yes. There's a lot to unpack here. So I'll start. Because um, this is one of those episodes where Alton has no idea where the fuck I'm going to go. <laughs> Yo, you just took the words out of my mouth. I was just getting ready to let the audience know that, you know, we discussed that um, we, we were going to discuss family. And so, you know, we went back and forth. Actually, the podcast was going to be something else uh, until Lori w- was like, nah, no. you know what? I, I want to go with this direction. And I said, okay, cool. So. I have no fucking idea what Lori is about to say to me. I do know it's in regard to family, and I do have plenty of stories about family. Uh, so here we go. Here we go. So let's just let's start it. Go. Let's start it with um, I, I'm the child of a, the product of a divorced household. My parents were together until I was four and a half years old, uh, which is right around when my sister was born. My sister's four years and one day apart from me. Um, it was not an amicable divorce. Mm-hmm. It was an extremely contentious divorce. Um, I will make sure that my mother and my dad is blocked from this podcast, but my mom was a cheater. Um, I've also mentioned casually that my mom was an addict. 
Uh, my mom is still an addict that doesn't go away. And I can't say a hundred percent whether or not she would have been a cheater if she was not an addict. We will never know. Right. But my mama showed up with a belly full of somebody else's baby. Mm. And uh, as a married woman, went to have a medical procedure to make that situation go away. Ooh, this is deep already. Uh-huh. But when you are the um, dependent on someone's insurance, they get something in the Ooh. mail called an EOB. Ooh. And if you don't know what an EOB is, allow me to enlighten you. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> The primary holder of the insurance account receives something called an explanation of benefits whenever the insurance is used. And, uh, you know, I think my dad was wondering why he uh, received the paperwork for an abortion that he knew nothing about. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, Hey, y'all, we we, 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 we jumped about- right the fuck in. <laughs> man. We jumped right Ooh, the fuck in. Man. So let me just tell you, needless to say, for many, 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 many motherfucking years of my life, my parents did not fuck with each other. Okay. Okay. I, I, I can see why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. We'll talk. And it also created a huge divide in the two families. Not that my two families ever liked each other, because the real keep it real is my pop side of the family, even though everyone was born and raised in the hood, my pop side of the family did better, if you will, right? Like, my auntie was like big Willie and a big company. And even though my pops in the beginning might have been fucking around, as soon as he found out he was having me with my mom's, went to the military, straightened up his life, got a big boy job, and has continued to have a big boy job ever since, right? Um, my mom's side of the family was all those things. Everybody liked to party. Yeah. Everybody liked to dabble. You know, yeah, you know, you know, you know that like legitimate dysfunction, you know, lots and lots of physical abuse, sexual abuse, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, like you name it, it was there. And let me be clear. I'm not saying that as a dig on my mom's side of the family, because if you know anything about me, you know that my grandparents on my mama's side to me are the if there is a path to a heaven, it is through those two humans in my heart and soul. And I I stand by that today. May my grandfather rest in peace. My grandmother is in the full throttles of dementia and Alzheimer's and is not the same human I knew my whole life. But those two human beings right there are all that represents light and kindness in my life. Hell, they probably kept me alive for a lot of years there. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but, you know, keep it real is in the in the 70s and 80s. That was kind of how everybody was. Everybody was fucking around partying, doing drugs. It was drug, sex, and rock and rock and roll, wasn't it? You know, Studio 54 and all that shit. Um, but my parents got a divorce. Uh, Pop left, moved to another state, became a devout Jehovah's Witness. And the keep it real is we didn't really see him a lot because my mom's packed us up and left Puerto Rico with us. And that's where we stayed for a while. So we didn't have that contact with him. You know, we were we were kept away. And I, in retrospect, I think it was her way of um, punishing him. Mm, right. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, a way of being like, well, you know, you want to leave me. So here's the I'm going to take them away. Yeah. And yeah. you and ain't going to see him did. for a while. And yeah. that's what she did. You know, I don't think my grandma and my grandpa knew why my dad left her. I don't know. I don't know if he because, you know, you know, my pops. It's not like he's going to keep it a secret. Yeah. So I don't know if they knew. I don't know if he told them. I don't know if they knew. But they were in on keeping us away from him. I know. I remember. You know, there's a lot of things that people like to tell you, they like to rewrite history. But I remember a lot. 
for the record, I've never met him. So, yeah, I know, but you, but but you do know from conversations and how we've talked. You know, mm-hmm. you you know, my pops is not a guy who's going to keep things on the uh, no, <laughs> no, it's going to go in your face. Yeah, yeah. So, um, later on, we ended up spending every summer with my pops, and then that became a really toxic situation because my father mm. still hadn't sorted through his rage towards my mom's. So we would go spend time in the summers with him and his family, be be it in New York or him with where he moved to. And it was like, your mom's a piece of shit. You're just like your mother. Hopefully, hopefully y'all are not going to end up like her. Don't turn out like your mom's. And then you'd be on my mom's side. I'm like, that piece of shit left us. You know, he walked out on you. And the truth of the matter is is that the real truth was somewhere in the middle. Middle. But nobody was going to say that to us. So, you know, dysfunction at its finest. So my sister and I, we were each other's sort of um, port in the storm, if you will. Which is why when she and I had a falling out, um, I think I took it so hard. Mm-hmm. I still f- sort of, um, I still sort of look at the breakdown of my relationship with her as like a death. And, and I know no. I can't compare it. I know no, I can't. No, I I completely understand, and and I and I can explain that later. But I completely understand that that yeah. uh, the end of a relationship feels like a death. Yes, absolutely. Like even now, you know, I'll see her in a couple of months for the wedding, for my brother's wedding. I saw her at my last brother's wedding and I still I say hello. She says hello. It's certainly not warm and fuzzy, but checking in. And and when I saw her, I missed her. I was just getting ready to say, uh, I, because we keep it real here. So I'm, I missed I'm, her I'm, so much. I'm going to ask you. And, and, the, and the only reason why I'm going to ask you is because. I'm have a drink before I cry. Yes, because I've gone through a similar situation with my own brother. And so I understand what that's like. I, I completely understand. It's awful. My brother and I, we didn't talk for almost three years. And so this is the brother right above me. Alton and, always coming in with the cape. Can we just, real talk, can we take a moment to appreciate that? Hey, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the partner here. Always. So, Thank you. So, you know, um, my brother is eight years uh, older than I am. Alton is the baby and I'm the oldest. I'm, We're I'm, so opposite. Yeah, I'm... I'm <laughs> I was the mistake. I wasn't even the baby. It was It was like, you know. That's so awful. It, it was. The oops baby, yeah, as they it, call him. It was like, ooh. <laughs> hey, Elton's here now. The you best know? mistake. The best yeah, mistake. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, um, my brother and I, we, we had a little falling out. And, and we didn't talk for a few years. And we would see each other, you know, because. You have to. Because at the time, my grandmother was still alive on my on my mom's side. And she always, my, my grandmother always had something going on. My grandmother's house was. The it's sp- the meeting place. It was the meeting it's place. It's where everybody comes together no matter yes, what. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and, and it was the house. Grandmas that, have magical powers. It was the house that everybody showed up at. Yes. And, and it was like, there was no um, invitation. There was no party right. going on. Right. Nothing. Right. It right. was just random ass people showing up. And it's all family. It's all family. We would all just show up and then I'd see two cousins and an aunt or something there. And then the next time I'd come over, I got two aunts and an uncle that's there, you know, and and it was like the meeting spot that you would all go just because you got off work and you were in that direction. I'm going to swing by grandma's. grandma's. I'm going to swing by grandma's, you know, and see what's going on. I'm telling you, grandma's are a gift. For those of you who have good grandma's, my God, just go and give her a hug. Keep them. They're the best thing ever. Just jump on that just nonstop. Yes. But, you know, um, I understand that whole thing about, you know, uh, a close family member, you know, my brother. We, We had a falling out. 
and and we didn't talk for about three years. I would see him at my grandmother's house, and I had two sides of me, basically. Okay. I had one side that dearly missed my brother. And and I think that is the side that you're kind of born with. That that's the human side. That's that's the side that, you know, that's your brother. That's the part of that's you your that family. factors in the memories, factors in the the DNA, factors in all the good times even though the bad ones can far outweigh them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so Part of it, you know, I, I, I look back and, you know, we, we used to live in a old, you know, three bedroom, one bath house. And it was me and my three older brothers mm-hmm. and my parents in this house. And I cannot tell you how many good memories I had. I mean, just fucking phenomenal times. memories yes. as a child yes. with all of my brothers. You know, I mean, just... Y'all, y'all don't understand. I can go on with stories <laughs> that will have you motherfuckers crying, laughing because the bullshit they would pull on me because I'm the youngest and, and you know, the, the, the tricks and shit we would pull on right. each other and, Fucking and siblings yeah, the just, just the shit each other. we would do, just the shit we would do, you know? So, so there was that part of me that, you know, seriously missed my brother but then there was the other part of me that I was like, fuck him. This motherfucker you know? pissed me off. He betrayed it, me. He fucked it, me over. The, you know? It, he and, hurt me. And, and, and I say that not out of disrespect or anything, but I say that out of truth. And hurt and pain. Yeah. Yes. Out of truth. You know? And, and it, it was a very hard situation for myself. Damn, Bubbles. <sighs> Bubbles is like, fuck your family stories. <laughs> yeah. I'm going I'm to flip all this shit over in here, you know? But, you know, um, it, it, it bothered me tremendously, you know? Uh, even though I may have tried to portray the, the hard face. Pissed off. Yeah, I get it. You know, like, I, I, don't, like I don't really give a fuck, you know, kind yep. of deal. But the truth of the matter was, you know, I seriously missed my brother. I 100% you know, that. As soon as I saw my sister at that wedding, it was like, must put all that away yeah because she betrayed me and tried to play me and fucked me and disrespected my children you know what i'm saying like i had to right. like i had to remind myself like why we wasn't cool because the minute right. i saw her you i wanted, wanted to, to run go. to her and hug yes. her and say yep bitch i miss you yep. i miss talking to you 10 yep. times a day i miss oh uh, hey seriously if if right now that shit sucks I, it does it does it right now if if we went, if I went over to my dad's house and saw, and my brother just popped up. Really, Bubbles? <laughs> I'm gonna snap a picture of yeah, her yeah. so when I share the podcast, you can see what the fuck what she's, she's doing. doing right now, yeah. making all that noise. But if, but if I saw him, you know, I, I'd seriously want to just go hug him. I'd, I'd want to give him a big old giant hug. You know. Uh oh. Oni uh, came and cleared up aisle yeah. nine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank my you, Oni. Thanks, Oni. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's closing the doggy <laughs> gate. Yeah, there we go. All right. So, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd want to, seriously, I, I, I'd want to go hug him. You do? You know, uh, seriously. And, but, but it's There's like. There's a bond with siblings, especially if you grew up with them, I should say, that um, it's just different. 
<laughs> the the dog. <laughs> the only thing the gate did is make her louder. She's like, I want to come play with you. I want to be next to you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There oh, she goes. Bubbles. Yeah. yeah, it's it's tough, but but I did have to find that space in myself and say to myself, there's a reason we're not connected. Yes. I don't wish you any harm. I don't have um uh, how the fuck you say that word in, in English? My intention. I don't have like malicious feelings towards her mm-hmm. anymore. I've forgiven her because forgiveness is about me. It's not about them. But I'm not interested in having a relationship with this person who I, could do those things. I think that comes. Uh, y- you know how they say sometimes time heals everything. Time heals all wounds. All wounds. Or right? wounds all heals. But. <laughs> You know, you know where the hell that's going, right? I know. Yes. That that basically time cures all. Yeah. But 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 in that case, time doesn't cure all. Time basically it can't nullifies all. It deadens the feelings of all, and so as time goes by, then it's like it doesn't really matter. That's that's how I have always felt as as. When when people cross me or, um, I think you're better at this than I am. Yeah, I do. I think that in this instance, you are um, clearer on what's healthy for you. I think I get this from my dad. my My dad is a very black and white person. <laughs> yes, that's a that's a funny fucking <laughs> statement, y'all. My uh, my dad is. There's a lot of jokes there. <laughs> yeah, but my, we won't explain them all. Yeah, my my dad is white. Um, which if you guys listen to the podcast, you nah, should know y'all. by now. His pops is white. Yeah, who? <laughs> you know, he was uh, basically like you know six foot six one, blonde hair, blue eyes, like, military, all the way white. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and but if if you closed your eyes. And you listen to him. Put it like this. If you heard him next to Luther, you'd be like, sound amazing. <laughs> yeah, you, you you would think he was black, you know. But real talk. Yeah, that's real. That's I don't real. even know if he knows what box he's supposed to check at this point. <laughs> you know, but my, my dad is one of the most honest people I know. And hilarious. He, oh, he's fucking hilarious. But he is one of the most honest people I know. And my dad and I have had discussions about family. We we yeah. have actually sat down. Well, and, you you and your and dad discussed. had a period where things weren't great, and and you know to know AK and his pops now, you would never know that they are the tightest homies of the homies. Yeah, but they had their bump in the road too. Right there, there was a stretch in my life where basically my dad wasn't there at all. You know, uh, and and I've said this to to several people that you know as a child, I don't have a memory. As a child with my father, you know, I, I don't, it makes me so sad. I don't have one. I, I can't say when I was a kid, me and my dad did this. I don't, I don't have that, but I'm, I'm, I am 100% okay with it because as I got older, my dad made that shit up 1000 folds times over. I mean, my dad became super dad. You know, and and I love the fuck out of my dad. You know, we we've done so many things together, and he's created so many memories with me. You know, but I, that's the thing though is like, 
you two may not have had a good relationship for some time for whatever the reasons are. And the truth of the matter is, is while we're here to discuss family, we're not here to persecute any fucking body. No, like, like even no. starting what I started with my moms, my moms and I do not have a strong relationship and we likely never will. But the keep it real is, is that I'm the only motherfucker who can have anything to say about her ass. I don't want to hear nobody else talking about her because I'm the motherfucker who survived her. You can have your opinions about her, but don't say them to me. You see what I'm saying? Family is a weird thing. It is. So no matter what y'all been through, that's your pops. Yeah. And, but y'all got on the other side of it. Yeah. And it's it's a beautiful, healthy space. And I love to see. I, I adore seeing AKA kicking it with his pops. Like the two of them are thick as thieves. Fucking jokey joking left and right. Talking shit to Always. each other. Yo, AKA's pops. So every now and again, I try to like ask myself like how AK and I became homies. Right. Cause we're so different. But then I see his pops and I'm like, okay, there's a part of AK's personality that likes these <laughs> smart ass, quick shit talking people. Yeah. Cause his pops is that, that dude way. He's hard. that way. Yeah. He's that way. Yeah. So I, I guess my point of bringing that whole thing up with my dad, um, really is kind of letting the, the audience know that, even though you don't have a relationship with someone in your family, that doesn't mean you Never can't will. And, have and can. a relationship yeah. with someone in your family. Some stuff you can forgive and some stuff you can't. And you have to be the person to determine the healthiness of the space you're potentially going to get into with that person. Correct. And and I think it came from the both of us. Yes. You, you know, um, I had a brother that passed away. And it was a total out of the blue kind of thing. Um, it it crushed the family, you know. It it really did. It crushed everyone. Um, and so my dad, I th- I think it it affected my dad quite a bit. Well, he was closest to, to him. He, wasn't he? he they were like twins. It was a weird kind of thing. They were they were like. You know, they identical twins. Thieves, yeah, two, they yeah. they were thick as thieves. And then when when my brother passed, you know, um, you know, you know, when when you have trauma in in the family or trauma in Pay general, attention to that, that word. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a future podcast, uh, just so you guys know. Y'all, I love fucking IPA, but the burping is just <laughs> not the business. Um. So when that happened, um, you know, it it, it changed everyone. And I, and I think it, I honestly think it made my dad realize that he really didn't have a relationship with me and that I'm his son and he can have a relationship with me if he wanted to. And the truth was, I wanted to, I've always wanted to, you know, but you know, it takes two people to have a relationship. That's real. You know, and, and there were things that went on in life that I could look at and be angry about. I could be uh spiteful but that's and you not would have me. been entitled to those feelings if you chose to keep them but that's not me but I my ca- point is is that correct it's not you because like i said earlier i think you're better at understanding where forgiveness works for you than i am you know everybody's um meter for forgiveness is different absolutely um i remember having a conversation with ak about exes and i was like i don't know how you could be cool with that motherfucker and he was like, nah, the forgiveness isn't for her. It's for me. Right. Because it doesn't make me feel good. And so that's to the point of back to my sister for just a second before we go back to Alton's brother and father is that just because we do not have a relationship anymore 
doesn't mean I don't miss the relationship we had. Right. It doesn't mean that I don't love her. It doesn't mean that I wish her harm. None of those things. It just means that because of what happened, we just can't be how we used to be. And that was where the missing her came in. And that sucks. It fucking, it, it fucking sucks. sucks. I'm, you know what? I, I, I feel kind of the same way. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. I yeah. mean, because I remember like seeing her, you know, she pulled me to the side and, and she had been drinking a little and I don't know that she would have if she had been sober, but I could see, I could see the pain. I could yeah. see the, I could see in her face the things I was feeling, but I was sober enough to hide. But there, you know, there was some truth to that. 100%. Had to have been. 100%. Yeah. But we can't go back. There's some things that forgiveness is just not there for. And just because I've forgiven her in the sense that, like I said, I don't have bad feelings towards her. I'm not angry. I'm not over here like that fucking bitch. I don't feel those things towards her. I right. just feel like disappointed because we can't go back to where we used to be. Yeah. Because neither of us are the two people we were before that betrayal took place. Mm-hmm. But... At the same time, that longing, that doesn't go away. You don't not miss the person you used to love. Right. But you do understand that sometimes you have to take a, there has to be a line in the sand that's drawn that says, just because you're my family doesn't mean you get a free run to do things to me and you'll always get a pass or you'll always get forgiveness. You won't. And I think some family members, and I'm not saying your your family or my family, but I do think some family members take advantage of that 100 percent. i just kicked the table and i'm sorry yeah they they take advantage of that but that's that's a that's a um when we talked about on our last episode that's one of those social constructs family is everything dna is everything Nah, you didn't get a fucking choice in the people you were born into and some of those motherfuckers are toxic as fuck yes some of them are terrible people you didn't get a choice into being born with them so some of them you shouldn't have a relationship with but going back to alton the loss of his brother became the catalyst for a starting of a relationship with his father. And, and, and I'm, you can't and be I, mad at that. And I'm saying that's what I think it was. You, you know what I mean? You never I, talked to him about that? I never I never asked him because I guess for me... Having the it, relationship was enough? It didn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The fact that Is I, it a conversation you're interested in having? No. No. Okay. No. Um, the, the fact that I got the relationship with my dad... I'm I'm good with that. You know what I mean? I'm I'm I I'm, I don't have to break it down. I'm uncomfortable. I don't have to break it down to the tenth degree to understand what and why and all that stuff. I'm just happy. You got what you needed. I'm just from happy it. that he's there. You that's that's it. That's it. I I'm, think it's great. I'm easy. You know what I mean? I'm We've easy. We've heard that about yeah. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm easy. Are there any family members who have done something to you so terrible that that never again, no matter what happens, you wouldn't even attend that funeral? No, I don't have that. I don't. I. I don't. I don't have. I don't have that at all. That now there's, there's been family members that have done me wrong. Right. But you know what, people, y'all have to understand something. I don't think I'm the average person, and and okay. and, I, and I'm being serious. I don't. I don't think I'm the average person. I. I do not like conflict. I do not like anger. I do not like fighting. Alton, don't fuck with Discord. I, I it doesn't make him feel good. I, I, exactly, and um, perfect example. I'll rub that shit in my skin and hair. Yeah, perfect example. <laughs> um, 
I, I hate fighting. You know, when I was in high school, I got, I got into a couple of fights. And um, I fucking hated it. I hated it. I whooped this dude's ass. I ain't gonna lie. I put a fucking beating on him. And I fucking hated every piece of it. And the reason was because I had so much anger to it. I don't like anger. I, I don't like uh, not being happy, you know? So okay. so for me, um, I'd, I'd rather if, perfect example, um, Lori mentioned earlier about exes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't have a problem with my exes. No matter if one of my exes did me totally fucking wrong or what, I don't have a problem with any of them. And I'm the, not that motherfucking cool. And the reason is because I don't like Discord. I don't like Discord, but I, I don't like, um, you know, when it comes to anger and being mad at somebody, when you, let, let's just say, you're here at home, you're good. You think about the situation, you're pissed off. You go outside, so you go to the store. I'm hungry. I'm going to go to Chipotle. Give me a motherfucking burrito bowl. No, nah, I'm good on that. Okay, whatever, right? And cold ass food. <laughs> and you see your ex. I'm cool. Oh, not me. You know what? A bitch going across the street to eat McDonald's. I'm cool. <laughs> no. Because you know what? I don't want you breathing my air, bitch. I, I have let that shit go. I have too. And if I see you, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Nope. You know? Hope you doing good. Nope. I'm like, hey. Chipotle got a lot of E. coli. I hope it gets your bitch ass. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? In my in my mind, I'm it free. It feels healthier. I'm free. I don't. See, I don't. I don't I have don't any. I don't feel thought. unhealthy when I wish that a giant sinkhole opened up and swallowed somebody. I don't feel unhealthy in that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't. I, I'm good. I'm good. And and no Perhaps matter what, that means you're more mature than me. Uh, Probably. <laughs> Shit. Fuck yeah. You. Fuck yeah. That's what it means. You're right. <laughs> so see, I um I don't have a lot of family I'm real close to. Mm -hmm. I really don't. Because when I smell fuckery Truthfully, I don't either. I'm out. <laughs> Truthfully, I don't either. Yeah. I you don't. Know? I, I really I remember I actually was talking about this at dinner with AK and I'm gonna mention it again now. Um a long time ago when I still lived back in Nashville. So this is probably, um, we talk about 12, 13, 14, 15 years ago. Um, there was a summer where there was a lot of tragedy with my mom. There was a lot of stuff happening. And um, a few incidents happened that summer. And I was um, basically falling apart as a result of, of the stuff she was doing. And my ex-man's brother, who I didn't even fucking like, if I'm going to keep it real with you. <laughs> Me and this dude never liked each other. We were just not two people who were happy to share a space. We didn't like sharing him. He didn't understand what the fuck dude was doing with me. And I didn't understand how dude could think that this brother hung the motherfucking moon. Because to me, he was the biggest snake in my man's grass. So we just were not two people who loved each other. But in a moment where I was in, in true um, despair. He came to me and he said, why are you fucking falling apart? And I was like, but that's my mom's. He's like, you don't even really like your mother. And I was like, but it's my mother. And he was like, what are you solving? 
what are you achieving? What are you repairing by falling apart in this moment because of the actions that she has put herself, she has done to put herself in this situation? And I was like, what? (laughs) He was making sense. Right. He was like, I have watched you live in a reactive state to her chaos all these years you've been with my brother. At this point, it had been five-ish years. And he was like, and never once has she made a change. And yet every time she fucks up or falls apart, here you come with your big old sweeper broom to clean up her mess. And I was like, well, but she needs me. And he's like, but you don't know because you come through to fix it. You don't know if she could come through and fix it herself because you've never given her the opportunity. And I'm all, no, 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 you don't understand, but she's, she's broken. She's a mess. And he's all, that's not your problem. Hey, you want to talk about some mind blown shit? I didn't know. So when I mentioned in a different episode that I had learned that I was codependent, even though that moment right there presented itself and was by very definition, somebody telling me that I was codependent, I didn't have the language. Later on, I learned the language of it and I understood that I had to disentangle myself from all of her shit so that I could be healthy. And I have learned since that even though she is my mother and even though I do love her and even though we cannot be two people who have a regular mother-daughter relationship, I got a couple of friends who their relationship with their mom is so tight And then I've got a couple of friends who have lost their mom and they sit with such sadness and mourning that they don't have that. And I cannot relate at all. As a human, I can sympathize. You miss your mother. She's gone. I get that. As a human, I can look at these people with a great relationship with their mother and I can feel envy because I don't have that. Right. But I don't have that with her and I cannot because her sickness you will not i will not right. her sickness in the state that it has always been and still is has been in disrepair she has done nothing to fix her own problems right and anytime i get too close to her i get hurt i was gonna say it just hurts you i get yep. hurt so in order for me to have a healthy space with the human who carried me the best way i can do that is by keeping my distance mm-hmm. It is the healthiest I have been with her in years and years and years because I can put my hand forward and say, this is a boundary and you can't cross it. Right. And I have had people, family, friends say, but that's your mama. That's not your business. You don't know the ins and outs of the relationship she and I have. You don't know the horrible things she's done and said. You don't know the things I've survived as a result of her addictions and problems. You don't know the hell I've survived and lived in because of the way that she was. So you don't have a right to dictate to me based on your own experiences what I should or should not do. This is what is healthy for me. I'll tell you right now, some people make me sick. Okay. Try, just try and tell you how you should feel, how, how you should act towards a certain individual or individuals. I don't normally think family. it's with bad intention. I think that there's this idea like, what's it that does, famous line in The Crow? Do you remember that line? It doesn't matter whether it's bad intention or anything. Okay. It's the fact that people sometimes just, you know, because they feel they have the right to say it and they say, you know, you need to 
be this certain way because that's your mom. You need to be that certain way because that's your dad. You don't know. You don't fucking know what's you going on. You, don't, you know. don't know what's going on. Mother's Day is a day of tremendous pain for me. Every year. I hate it. I, I feel it coming. I see all the fucking posts, the fucking cards, everybody. Oh, Mother's Day. this And on the day of Mother's Day, I have to completely shut myself out of socials because it is nothing but a kick in the gut. It's it's hard. And, and I have children who I adore. But because of my relationship with my mother, that day is forever fucked, hurt. Yeah, I've, I come across yeah. that day every year with pain. And, and there's another reason for it. And maybe one day in the in the interest of keeping things all the way real, maybe one day we'll talk about that all the way real other part of why I hate Mother's Day. But today I will share uh, specifically about my experiences with my own mother. Um, and it is just a day that that causes tremendous sorrow and pain and I hate to use the word envy because I don't mean envy like I look at you with your great relationship with your mother and I feel jealous. I look at it with envy like I wish that I could have that, but I know I never will. Mm -hmm. I know I never will. Right. Should she ever decide to go and get help for the things that she struggles with? Maybe, but we have not had that day yet. And as it is as such, it is how it will be. We just can't. Right. The quote that I was uh, saying is that when people come to you and they're like, that's your mom, you gotta have a good relationship. The quote is from the movie, The Crow. I don't know if you remember when he says, mother is the name for God on the lips of hearts and all of all children. And it is for children. You look to your mother as this magical fixer of all things. Yeah. Right. Even yep. if you don't, even if you're, if I remember during my teen years when I fucking hated my mother, you know, when shit went left, you want your mama. I'm a grown ass woman and when shit goes goes left, I wish I could have my mama. But I can't. Right. And it it's like a, this double kick in the fucking ass during the times when I need her the most. Mm -hmm. But in order for me to be healthy, this is where we are. You you have to do what you have to do for you. Yep. I mean, that's, and that's no just no one no one no matter what your experiences and no matter what you've what your loss has been with your wonderful mother, you cannot tell me to get closer to that space. Because then you will have to understand that you can't see the burn that I will right. feel from it. Right. Exactly. And since you can't, it is in your best interest to mind your business. Yeah. For the record, I love my mama. My mama, um, mom, sometimes you get on my nerves. I'm just going <laughs> to say it right now. <laughs> yeah. well, sometimes Alton's yeah. mama listens to this podcast. Hey, mama. Mama, I love you, mom. Hope you're recovering, mama. Yeah, but sometimes you be getting on my nerves. I'm just telling you. But that's you. what mamas I, do. I love, I love you to death. Normal healthy relationships. I you, love your you. mama gets on your nerves. Yes, I love you to death. My mom has uh, always treated me, you know. You with were the, the baby. Yeah, with the utmost respect. And, and I, I, my mom has always just been awesome, you know. But so I just I just wanted to say that because I hadn't talked about my mom. I only brought up my dad and what the situation was with him. So I just wanted to make it clear to everybody that I love my mama. So that's that. Do you have a good relationship with your mama? Are you guys close? Would you say that you're close? Um, You know, for a period of time, I would say that uh, I kind of stayed away. And I think my mom knew that. I was, I was kind of staying away. I just... Uh, you know, 
like you said earlier about you know bringing positivity into your life and keeping negativity out right it's your choice to do that and for a good period of time there was a lot of negativity there there was uh a lot of gossip there was a lot of you know he say she say he did she did right and as a lot of families do and i'm just i'm not about that i'm not about that at all you know uh, i'm just i'm one, i'm one of those cats i just i just like to stay out of all that i don't care what's going on my name's jess and i ain't in that mess <laughs> uh, you know i, I can't my I can't, name's bennett and i ain't in it yeah <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't mess with it. You know, I just can't. It, but it takes, you know what, though, AK? it takes it takes too much out of my mind. I've told you this before. You have like a remarkable ability to disengage that I don't think a lot of people have. I don't. I just don't. I get it from my dad. My my dad. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. My pops is the king of fuck you, and and I mean that in a way of like disconnect, pull the cord. Delete your name out the out the book. Wait, you wait, know wait. what I mean? Wait, wait. Like, so back when me and my sister were cool, she used to call me the light switch. Okay. Because she was like, "This bitch would be good, but when that switch turns to off, it's off. It's like you don't exist." Yeah. I wouldn't piss on a motherfucker if they was on fire. Yeah. It's, it's like that. That's even worse. Wow, your pops and I are so, so similar. Even worse. That's so Pop, funny. Pops was like, if 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 Pop said. You know, looked at you and was like, "Oh, that's how it's gonna be." Okay, well, well, motherfucker, fuck you. That was it. <laughs> that was it. It was there was no comeback to that. I mean, you can't you can't come back and be like, "Hey, man, I, I just you know he ain't even listening to you." Right. He didn't turned, walked off, gone, and don't give two fucks. It, it's it. It was like when my dad made up his mind. And he Alton hit the mic. I just did. Brandy, if you're listening, Alton <laughs> hit the mic. Brandy, <laughs> it, it, it's the Italian in me. It's the Italian in me. Um, so my dad was just the king of not giving a fuck. If if it, it was like when which he was said, not good for a long time for him. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it, it was. And then he and then he softened that edge. Thank yeah. God. Thankfully, yeah. right? Yeah, but I but just when, said thank God, yo. But when he <laughs> but when my dad angle. made a, a decision. <laughs> That was it. It was done. You know, there was no comeback to that. Ain't no backseas if you fuck me over. No. But check this out. So as I say that, right, there was a little episode that happened with my dad and uh, uh, my nephew. Okay. And, and so many years went on, which they didn't talk because, you know, my, my dad felt like he was... You know, my dad was doing everything he could for him, and my nephew kind of didn't, you know, he didn't show appreciation, I think. That was the probably the biggest thing. I and, and, you know, um, when you open your home to someone, you know, uh, a little appreciation goes a long ways. It, it goes a very long ways. I get it. And so uh, their relationship went to absolute zero. I mean, like, hard. like, cut the, like, fuck it, out. Well, I can't tell you how many years later, but my nephew uh, had a child. He had a son. So this is my, my dad's Grandpa. grandson, right? 
And craziest thing, my dad and I are sitting out on the porch and we had the conversa- we had a conversation about it. Oh. Yeah. And and I'm gonna tell you that I was like so proud of my dad discussing it. Because my dad understood that, you know what? He grew. Life is life is short. He grew. Life is short. Right. You know what I mean? And if he's happy and he's doing good and and all is good, why aren't I here enjoying this moment? You know? And and my dad took a big step and 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 he opened up his arms and opened up his heart and got to meet his grandson. You know what I mean? And, and, and they have a relationship again. And so point is it's never too late to change. It it, it really isn't. Or to decide when forgiveness is healthy for you. Yes. Because just because we can talk about the toxicity of some relationships that are unforgivable there is never a moment where you can't reach for a space where it is. Things change every single day. And some relationships, the injuries can be healed. The yes. wounds can be can be healed from. Yes. Some they cannot. Correct. You know, the, uh, another thing that we, I'll just dip like a pinky toe in this for a second. I'm going to pull back because I'm not ready to have that discussion. But another thing that happens in a ton of families is sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Particularly in black and Latino families. And it is a thing that we do not talk about. We There's this weird tendency to push that shit under a rug. Right. Um, and I know for a fact that sexual abuse broke up a big chunk of my mom's side of the family and absolutely contributed to a lot of the demons my mom's has and a lot of the addictions that she ultimately ended up with. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that as an excuse for her, but I cannot as a human being who has been through my own experiences with abuse discount how that affects people breaks you and it fucks with the way that you deal with life and i'm no better than her just because my option for how i handle things wasn't at the bottom of a bottle or on the end of some sort of a drug i'm not better than her for that we just we just looked for our out in a different way we looked for our healing in a different way but in spite of that I think that you have to sometimes take a step back from the people who are closest to you. And, and typically in the, for a long time in your life, the people who are closest to you are your family. You know, your, your cousins is your best friends, your siblings, your best friends, even though you want to fucking throttle them and y'all fight like beasts. Those are your best friends. You know, when shit goes down, your brother's the one who's going to come to the playground and defend your honor or your sissy. And could be the ones that fuck you the most. And could Just be the saying. ones who taught you how to fight the most and the hardest or the ones who beat your ass the most. Right. Yeah. But that's the dynamic. That's the real but you ultimately have to decide where the forgiveness is on the scale for you. You can forgive people because it's right for you. You're no longer hanging on to animosity. You're no longer hanging on to hurt feelings. You're no longer hanging on to anger. But you can also forgive people where you say, we can get another shot. But you can also decide that your forgiveness stops at saying, I don't have ill intentions towards you, but you don't get another chance. You done showed me enough of your true colors that I'm not going to give you another option here. It's a closed door, basically, to protect yourself. It is a closed yourself, door. Right? It is. And all of those options are the right one, depending on the circumstance you're in. Yes. And I think that's really the important thing to take away from family. Mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, cousins, uncles, aunts, grandparents, 
everybody is human in this equation and they fuck up. You fuck up. We all fuck up. But you have to be the person to decide what a boundary is that is healthy for you. And they have to be the people to decide what a boundary is that is healthy for them. You might have been the person that crossed something so far you can't come back. Sorry is a funny thing because, you know, my mama says sorry a few times. She has. But I feel like the word sorry is not for the person that you're looking for the forgiveness from. That's your mea culpa saying, I acknowledge I did you wrong. That's your word saying, I acknowledge I harmed you. But the person on the receiving end of forgiveness has to be the one to decide if they're going to let you back in or if they're going to accept your apology and go, we good, but we can't ever be good. But is I'm sorry really the the feeling of explanation? Meaning, I'm sorry is great wording to say I'm wrong. Right. It's the standard wording for it. But does it mean I really fucked up? Does the, I think that's always you know, going to be an individual thing based on the circumstances of what they're apologizing for. Because I, I can I can say to you, AK, hold on because I'm going to burp, y'all. Uh, fuck. See, see what I'm dealing with? Hey, it's important to note that I've had like three fucking IPAs. Burpee. Anywho, I can say to you, AK, that thing I did that time, I know that it was stupid and it hurt you and I apologize, right? And you can say, it was stupid. I acknowledge that you acknowledge that it was stupid and it hurt me and I forgive you. Or you can say, I acknowledge that it hurt me. I accept your apology, but I cannot give you an opportunity to do that to me again. So I think it depends on the circumstance. And an apology, even though you say the words being I'm sorry, being I fucked up, being whatever the thing is you say, the person who receives the apology is the person who gets to determine how y'all come back from it or if you come back at all. And that's what some people who say I'm sorry don't like to admit. It's like, but I fucking said I'm sorry. That is not enough. Who you said I'm sorry to gets to choose when they accept that apology, how they accept that apology, and whether or not you get another shot. At having access to them. Because to me, I'm sorry is just not enough. It, it, honest. I, 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 think, I'm, I think that I'm, depends on what the thing I'm, is they're apologizing for. Well, I used up all the gas in your car. I'm sorry. Okay. I fucked right. your wife. So so there you go. So that, I guess <laughs> that's acceptable. Two very different things. Right? That's acceptable. You know, I used up the gas in the car. Or, you know... I developed a meth habit. <laughs> Yo, real talk though, you always bringing up meth. What's your what's your anger towards meth heads? Yeah, y'all, if you heard the last episode, uh, I was talking about a meth habit. You know, Man, he hey, mad at people with I, meth I develop, Okay, fuck it. I developed a crack habit, right? <laughs> I'm smoking crack, and I broke in the house and stole all the wine off the off the wine rack, and I sold it and shit. I'm sorry. You crazy? So. I, I guess my I guess my point is it just seems like you know I'm sorry is the easy cop it's the it's the it's the easy you know one you two so? I do I do I I think it's just the the standard you know stamp it on the paper there it is turn it in I'm sorry done deal you okay. know and and if if you really meant 
that you were truly sorry that, you know, it wouldn't be the words I'm sorry. It would it would be a full-blown explanation of why you did what you did, how you understand it's wrong, why um, that you'll never do it again, and why you'll never do it again. You know, it, it just seems like I'm sorry is just the cheapest shit you can hear. I'm just, I'm speaking real here, you know. To me, I'm sorry is just not enough for anything. I I don't know, because some people might not have the language for something better. True. You're right. Right? They may truly, from the core of their body, feel a mea culpa, and really not have the language to say, I really deeply screwed this up and I hurt you and I'm sorry for hurting you and I'm, I'm seeking forgiveness and I've learned from this. Some people might not have that verbiage. Lori, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm All done right. with you. <laughs> All right. I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't think of it that way. It's not, it's not that I'm saying that just... It just seems th- cheap. That, you I, I know what I mean? That. I it understand that. Cheap. But you have to remember that in the world, there are a lot of emotionally defunct, corrupt human beings who simply, truly have never been taught beyond the simple words of I'm sorry. True. And they just know that those are the words to say, I screwed up somehow. Right. So I think you have to take I'm sorry on an individual basis. You know, I know that if somebody I have a complex relationship with hurts me and they apologize and they're... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ultra simple. I might not be as nah. open to accept it from you know somebody you who, you know, maybe oh, I'll use the example of the bitch in Disneyland who fucking <laughs> knocked my phone on the concrete and that bitch saw she did it wow. and she rolled her eyes at me and kept it pushing. Like wow. it, that bitch didn't say nothing to me. It, a simple I'm sorry, I would have been good with her. So instead, the bitch forced me to use the C word in Disneyland. Wow. Not a good example? No. <laughs> You should you should have never brought that up. <laughs> yeah. You dropped the B word like 14 times in 12 seconds. <laughs> you really taking me out of pocket in Disneyland where I am a very fucking happy person. God damn it. <laughs> Y'all, I drank the water. I drank the Kool-Aid. Do you know that that ride makes me cry every single time I get on it? Fuck no. Really? Uh, I can't stand that goddamn ride. Every time I get on that ride, I cry. I know you're laughing. I know you're silly. I know you think it's silly. But but here, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Take a moment. Take a moment. Alton's mocking me, but I'm going to tell you. And yo, real talk, my homies who go with me to Disney will tell you, it is like a fucking visceral reaction. Fuck that ride. It makes right. me cry. That ride is the dumbest shit. It's beautiful. It's innocent. <laughs> Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> damn. I'm going to drink a beer. We're not talking no more. Oh my you can God. talk about family all by your damn self. See how this podcast works. Wow. <laughs> I cry. It's a small world. I do every time. What? Every Yo, every single time. Man, it's so bad that I hide when I'm on it because they laugh at me. Those motherfuckers, <laughs> I do. If we go, I'm gonna take a picture of you and post it on Facebook. That's not very nice. <laughs> I rebuke you. Wow. Okay, y'all, family, so, so dynamics, fam- family. Yes, things. Here's, I guess, if I had to come up with like a um, a main idea of what I wanted to say to people who feel guilty. 
because they've decided that there are family members who the relationship is so toxic, so ugly. This, the involvements and scenarios have been so difficult that you say, I cannot have you in my life in order for me to be well. That's serious. To you, I say it is a lonely space to be and it is a difficult space to be because a lot of people will try to tell you, nah, that's your family and you just deal with it. No. Nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Yep. I say no to that. Yep. You and only you alone can determine where a healthy relationship is. That's what it's about. It's, it's that simple. Yeah, it's a, it's about you. For example, being healthy. me and Alton are no longer in a healthy relationship because he is mocking my crying at motherfucking it's a small world. Fuck yeah, right on. <laughs> so, hey, I got a question I hate for you, you right now. Yeah, that's I don't know bad. if I can answer your question. Uh, you will. Okay. Let's okay, see. you ready? I guess. So, we're sitting here talking about what family. exactly is a penny, penny raider? raider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all don't know. Um, so we're sitting here talking about family. I. So do the same rules pertain to friends no, that, it's different. that, that mm-hmm. you see as mm-hmm. family? It's different. I don't think you see all friends as family. That's number one. No, no, no. no. I, I understand that. But the ones that you do see as family, is it the same rules? Yeah, I think it would be for me. The ones that I look at as like my sisters. Yeah, it would be. It would be, you'd probably be given more of a grace space than uh, your average Joe. You probably would. Do you have friends that you have recognized in your life, excuse me, as more than, um, how, how do I put this? This is kind of a weird one. Okay. But I, I think it's a real one. Um, do you have friends that you look at and say they're more of my family than my family? That's what people call chosen family. And I don't necessarily think that they're more my family than my family as much as they fulfill a space that I had wished my family could. Mm. And in that instance, I would be, I think I'd be speaking for me specifically. I'd be speaking to Miranda, Jamie, probably Mikey, People who anything I throw at them, anything, is received with respect and love and generosity of spirit, no matter how ugly it may be or how hard it may be. And they offer me support and they offer me options and they offer me warmth. And those are the things that I personally have missed with a lot of key people in my family. But does that mean that they get a special buffer of forgiveness should they ever betray me, which I don't believe that they would, but I can't say that because I haven't experienced that with somebody who's not family, who's been that close. But if I looked at my relationship with my sister, who it didn't get any closer than that. And I can say to you much as I love her, much as I miss her, we can't be that way again. It would be similar. I just, I honestly believe that once you show me something that me personally, I find unforgivable and intolerable. I have to protect myself from you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get it. Whoever you may be. Yeah, I get it. And that's hard for people. Absolutely. I mean, just thinking about it, you know, it's, uh, you could have a relationship, a great relationship with someone, family member, sister, brother, right? Hell, uncle, aunt. S- sometimes you have that with a partner. Yeah. It's like y'all share fucking everything. Right. And they betray you 
or they hurt you in a way where you're like, that's tough. Nah, you don't get that shot again. Yeah, it's tough. No. That's tough. I just don't believe in giving people multiple chances to fucking break me. I'm a spirit that is easily broken by betrayal. Why would I give you multiple opportunities to do that to me? Right. Nah, Mm. I'm good. Yeah. I don't know. Family's a hard one. Yeah. It's always going to be a hard one because I look at my three daughters, right? That's my family. And I'm like, there's nothing they could do to make. and, And yet I haven't encountered anything that they could at this point. You just never know. Or I've not done something to one of them that they think is worth putting some sort of a boundary between us. Until you, know? you experience it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I know that I hope it never happens, but... Um, it could. But it could. And one thing I will say about me, now a friend of mine once, I know she probably doesn't listen to this, but if she does, she's actually the first person who ever invited me to be on her podcast. Her name is Anain. Um, she told me there are people who are survivors, right? That's what they are. They survive. But there are also people who are thrivers who survive trauma, pain, brokenness, and then they thrive. Trauma. Yes. And she said, you're one of the thrivers. And so no matter what happens to me relationship-wise, mother, daughters, friends, lovers, it's going to hurt. It's going to bring me down for some time, but I'm going to be all right. Yeah. That's one thing that I know. I think that's for everybody. Yeah. It isn't always, though. Well, for the thrivers. Yes. I think that's for all of the thrivers. <clears throat> um, you okay with it? Yeah. I think I just need more of a drink here. Some people, they, they never get out of it. You know? Right. Some, something happens and they they can never shake it. They they become the uh, the fountain of excuse. You know, it's, it's the never-ending excuses of why they can't. And right. and I I hate that I, I I hate that for everyone honestly, um you know I, I look at people and talk to them and and they give you nothing but excuses of why they can't why they can't move on why they can't do this why they can't do that and I don't I don't suffer from that at all right. you know I I am more of the fixer you know I I want to say we talked about that in one of our yeah. Previous podcasts, you know, I'm a fixer. I am a, oh, what the hell happened? You know, okay, well, we're going to change that and we're going to fix that shit right now, you know, and we're going to start doing it this way, you know, but, but some people just aren't wired that way. Right. You know, so anyways. So, you know, come at us, talk to us about family, talk about things you struggle with. Tell me if you totally disagree with what we say. Like some people have a strong feeling like family's family. You forgive them no matter what. Are you one of those? Tell us why. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, mom. I love you. Even (laughs) though we wouldn't disagree or we wouldn't um, argue your thought, we may disagree, but we wouldn't tell you you're wrong. Talk to us about it. Share it with us. Because I know, believe me when I tell you, I know people's like, no, that's your mom's. That's your sister. You just do. You know, we want to hear that different perspective because we want to know why. So... Jump in. Share in the conversation. Tell Please us what do. you think. Please do. Join the conversation. Share the conversation. Participate in the conversation. Exactly. All right, Joe. 
All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to yeah. go burp comfortably now because I've been trying to be all ladylike, which is so not my thing. It's the IPA. <laughs> and and we, we didn't cook the chicken wings. Now uh, we went out for chicken wings Thursday. to a place, we, to a we place that's done out. us wrong before. Yeah. And, and they just it was knocked a it out the park. Ten. It was a motherfucking It was a 10. It was a 10. Yo, yeah. if y'all never watched Varsity Blues, now's your moment. If you have, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That, that shit was bomb <laughs> as fuck. So I think we're going to step our uh, wing game up here pretty hey, quick, hey. you know, and uh, make make sure we, we battle in for perfection. Okay, you got to be up at what, five? Fuck, I don't even know. You got to be four. S- I think I got to be up at four in the okay, morning. Okay, y'all. So um, it's time for us to say peace because somebody got to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a way of life. It is. So, this this schedule shit right now, you and I it's have fucked sucks. Up. Yeah, it's fucked up. We'll but. see you next week. Join in the conversation. Share. Share our podcast with people. Give us a five-star rating if you love us. If you don't love us, don't give us a rating at all. <laughs> we back. If you hate us, give us five stars. We would love that. That's uh, right. Hey, y'all. Share the podcast. You know, fucking sucks. Yeah, share it. Let everybody know what's happening. So. Oh, my God. Hey. We got to have our positive thing. What's good? What is our good thing? I had one, but I don't remember it. Damn. I, I fucked up. <laughs> okay, listen to me. Shout out to Rodney who told me that I need to be better about that. And I, I did fuck it up this episode. I don't have it. But I promise you, I promise you, I'm going to use my Girl Scout promise even though I'm not a Girl Scout. I will have two of the positive news for next time. I promise. That, that ain't even right. I fucked up, y'all. Two of them? Two I of mean, them. I mean, damn. That's... What's wrong with two of them? Nah. Fuck that. So you hate me? Yeah. I That's do. cold. That's fucked up. All right, y'all. Alton <laughs> hates us. <laughs> See ya. Peace. <laughs>